no. No. No, fuck no. So, like, they all learned I had a sewing machine. I'm like, God damn it. No, I don't have the time for this. But I'll pay you. Hell, fucking yeah, you'd pay me. But no. I don't have the time. But yeah. Jesus Christ. That's my rant. I'm sorry. Oh, how funny. Yeah, you, you don't use tape on a, on a lucha mask. I think that actually gets you killed in Mexico. Yeah. Probably. Probably. <sighs> or oh, you that'd just, be bad. Or you just accept that that is torn and that is the way it is. Like, do not... Do not just dis- desecrate it with some tape. Just like- well, I think the problem is because the bird is a bird of the people, and multiple people with different shaped heads all wear this mask, yeah. and it's gotten a little stretched out over the years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. It's uh, Speaking of luchadors, today's Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Get oh, drunk. shit. That's right. It is Friday, May 5th, 2017, and you're listening to On the Heels Wrestling Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Ray. Uh, every Friday at noon, we, some pals, used to work together. We'll give you consistent bite-sized commentary on WWE's ever-expanding lineup of programming, as well as talk about some other sh- cool shit happening in wrestling. Cool shit. So sometimes we recap, sometimes we conversate and debate in our roundtable discussions. Sometimes we interview wrestlers from right here in Seattle, Washington. And before we introduce our guests, just want to give you a reminder, if you missed the last show, we've got this show today, which is going to be absolutely awesome. Yes, and then shed a tear uh, next week, uh, Friday, I think we're doing like 7 p.m., Ray? Yeah, Correct 7 me p.m. If I'm wrong. Yeah, 7 p.m. Okay, cool, because if that was wrong, I was going to make you edit it. Uh, so 7 p.m., <laughs> Facebook Live. Check us out, facebook.com slash onthehealswp to, cap- to watch our last podcast for a while. Yeah. Um, we're going to be coming back in the future. Timeline's a little you know, shaky right now. Um, we're going to blame Ray because he's getting married, so he fucked everything up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit more at the end, whatever. But uh, I want to... Ray, Ray, what are we talking about this week? Oh, shit. So for our last and final guest for a while... Uh, for a while. For a while. This week, we're super excited to have on the show promoter of... The fucking hottest new promotion in Seattle, Defy Wrestling. Jim Perry is with Woo! us. Thank you Yay! so much. Thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me. We're gonna we're gonna burn this last one down like Bray Wyatt's house. <laughs> oh, boo. Okay, this has been on the Heels Wrestling Podcast. Uh, <laughs> fucking a man. Like I thought this was gonna be fun. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm such a fucking heel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. All right, right. Kick us off. Okay, so uh, Defy uh, hits us over the head uh, uh, like like crazy with Defy one. How in the fuck did this happen? How did this start? <laughs> um, like like it, it it really to me like all of a sudden Cody Cody Rhodes and all these things are happening in Seattle, which is not a, a you know hasn't been a wrestling city for quite some time. So, it's all so, mostly underground shit. So yeah. yeah, how did how did it start? How did it start? What what ha- what happened? Well, I've uh, I've been a, I've been like a lifelong wrestling fan, um, and of course, like I I had my sabbatical from the product, like many people, yep. um, sort of in the in you know you know when <laughs> the and uh, <laughs> when when I came back to it, um, you know it immediately engaged me and and. And had me going to local shows again. And so, uh, you know, I lurked. I lurked around. I went to shows. I experienced it. I was inspired, right? I was inspired by all the stuff that was happening uh, underground. 
And, uh, you know, as I, as I, you know, sort of, I, I'm obsessive with some things. It's sort of like, uh, the, the, the passions that I have for whether it be a creative project or whatever else, like if I get too deep into it, I just, I just want to do it. I want to be involved. Awesome. Yeah. And I just kind of like get a seed and I have to like see that, uh, I have to see that vision through whether it's going to, you know. Uh, cripple me or make me broke or you know put me into a horrible despicable despair of a place uh you just have to like follow those visions sometimes right so um that's how this kind of started you know i i i i have appreciated so much what has gone uh on in the underground but there were uh certain things a certain kind of show that I thought could be really successful here. Um, I, I've been a fan of of the independent scene, not only within the nation, right, but 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 internationally uh, for a long time. And I was seeing what like these these cats in like the UK were doing with like progress and and mm, progress, progress and the like, and just like so kind of inspired by that. So I said, you know what, like what if what if we tried something like that here? You know what I mean? Um, the Northwest has such a rich legacy of pro wrestling yeah. and yep. has supported like just so much great talent through the years. So uh, to me, it was sort of like, how do you take what some of the best stuff that's going on out in the world right now, bring it to Seattle and mix with some of the best stuff that's going on here? Yeah. And what did that look like? So that was, that's kind of where it all started, just that, that kind of notion. Awesome. Uh, so the first Defy show was earlier this year. Was it February? Uh, January. Yeah. January. That's right. January. Um, so like January, obviously. So it's the first time you're putting on a show, really huge, totally crazy. You got Cody Rhodes, and we'll talk about that in a bit. But like, at what point did the official planning process start? Ooh, um, probably the like the first of the year before. It was probably, yeah, it was, it was probably because like, because I don't like the first thing I wanted to do when I decided I was going to do this is I was going to, uh, meet and befriend and enter myself into the community. So I started going and I started helping out, like setting up three, two ones. And I started Mm -hmm. like going to every single show I could for just every single week and, and, and just putting myself out there. Uh, and then taking a step back and then lurking again, but like collecting insight, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to be one of these dudes that just like come into town and be like, here I am. And this is, you know, I wanted, I wanted to make friends. I wanted, I wanted support, you know, I wanted, <laughs> um, to, 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 to foster and, and help build the community that's already there. And so to, to do it as an insider, as opposed to a complete, like a hundred percent outsider, which that was like, that would have been completely scary to me. That would have been completely scary if I wouldn't have been able to go to like some of the cats at three, two, one and been like, Hey, what do you think of this? Or, Hey, mm-hmm. do you want to do this? Or, Hey, like how, and, and, and like really have an opportunity to collaborate with some of these folks and, and find the right people. So, uh, it, I really did take my time with that process. Um, and I'm kind of proud of, about that in a way because that doesn't always happen, you know, especially with these type of shows that I'm throwing, um, these sort of like really, um, uh, well, they're just like kind of big shows. We're pulling in a lot of fly-ins. We're, we're kind of putting a lot of money into it. Uh, a lot of times those will kind of be like fly by night promoters that are just like, Hey, let's, let's just, you know, 
just book something for fun, you know, like, mm-hmm. no, like, like for me, like this is a small business, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, it's fun. Absolutely. But it's hard fun. And, uh, I don't want to like step into anything like too quickly, you know? Mm-hmm. So speaking of stepping into things too quickly, uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think this is really like, from my perspective, at least the thing that really put defy on the map. Cause Cody Rhodes was, the hottest free agent at the time. Yeah. Everyone was looking to book this guy like fresh off WWE. Uh, like a, a few weeks prior had just become a member of the bullet club. So this is absolutely insane. Right. Yeah. So how, at what point, like how, how did that happen? Like how in the world do you go, yeah, let's get Cody Rhodes and then make yeah. that all happen. Well, I got, <laughs> it was a kind of a weird process and you know, the original, like the main event for Defy One changed several times, and I mean, it's like the 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 promoter or the booker's best friend is like the eraser at the end of your pencil because that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, like things are gonna change all the time on you, and just have to you just have to adapt. And and Defy One and Cody's involvement was really an exercise in that because he he came like uh, upon the show. Uh, only after I had developed relationships with several other booking managers and got mm. to experience yeah. what that was like working with with talent representation uh, in the wrestling world. I was very familiar with it in the professional and business side and the agent side and even like sort of the, in, entertain, the greater entertainment industry side, but never the specifics of like the wrestling side. And mm-hmm. it's specific. There's still jargon, right? There's still... Yeah. Um, there's still these things that, that it's a coded business still in yeah. a lot of ways and, and for good reason too. Um, but yeah, Cody, Cody came upon us because like we were talking to like Ricochet at one point and <gasps> that was, that was almost going to happen. And then we were thinking about like these other type of, uh, these, these opponents that could, <laughs> we had just tons, of, like, if I could just go through, like, it, it would be kind of crazy, but. Sorry, the famous, the famous. <laughs> yes. You just hit on Britney's, like, favorite wrestler. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a beautiful man. Yeah, so, so <laughs> you know, it, admittedly, we were, like, super bummed when that couldn't, when, when that couldn't happen, but. Cody just appeared because we were like, hey, why not? Let's, why not? Let's reach out. To him, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. At that time, he could no. say is no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like you know, like oh, who right, knows yeah. what? Who knows what he's charging? You know what I mean? Like, there's some guys that are in his position that uh, w- when you approach them, even for a signing, you're like, what? Like what? Like really? Like that's how you you have to like do an arena show basically to afford some of these guys. Yeah. And and Cody, uh, you know, he's been very clear and public about this idea that like, no, 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 no he just wants to work. Like he wanted mm-hmm. to get out there at that point and just wrestle as much as he could, wherever he could. Yeah. And so Defy just fit into that, right? That's Defy awesome. was less just like people love people love Seattle. People love mm-hmm. coming to Seattle. And so when they have an opportunity to like, oh wait, there wait, there's there's wrestling there? Like yeah, yeah like oh like yeah, I'll do that. That's awesome. And uh when I proposed his opponent. Uh, to be Shane Strickland, and I had the opportunity to show Cody uh, the piece that we were making and sell him on the story. I think he just got it. He got uh-huh. what sort of Defy was all about, and he got uh, how you know sort of uh, how much we're putting into this promotion. Yeah. So I think I think that's respected by people like him. Yeah. Speaking of Shane Strickland, um, first of all, this guy is 
fucking amazing. Um, you know, Shane Strickland, uh, Kill Shot in Lucha Underground. Um, so how how did you uh, how did you get him? Um, and I mean, you now have him uh, working so far one, two, and three, and the crowd absolutely fucking adores him. Uh, so how? And did- then two. Two, like Ray, you said that was like the greatest match you've ever seen live, right? Uh, yeah, him versus Leo Rush was. I'm still, I yeah, still correct. cannot find a match that I think is better than that match. Yeah, it's crazy. I still haven't got to see the whole thing, so I'm, I'm excited <laughs> too. Yeah, <laughs> you should I'm watch, have to watch you, it on. You should watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I should. Um, I will, I will watch it next week when it drops on Defy on Demand for the first time. <sighs> There's plug, news. There's news plug for it. everyone. Yeah. Plug it. We gotta talk um, about that soon. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Strickland, you know, it's funny. I just I just reached out to him on Facebook. I was like, hey man, like I see that you you rep Tacoma, like on Lucha Underground and all the shows you do. Yep. Uh I just saw you wrestle in the UK, you know, like man, you're you're everywhere. Are you really from Tacoma? Because like nobody I reached out to the wrestlers here. Nobody's like, from Tacoma. <laughs> Like, is he really from here? They're like, I don't know. Like, I've never wrestled him before. And I was just like, so what, you know, what, what's your deal, man? Like, what, how, are you really from here? And he, he explained uh, to me, like, his origin story, which has kind of been been covered in, in other places, like, kind of endlessly. But, you know, his, his story of, of, of him really being born here and spending, like, two weeks here before moving away and then never coming back again. You know, so to me, what that touched on was, like, Okay, well, that's the case, and he's still repping this place. Yeah. And to have him come out and to shoot that documentary with him and to see uh, sort of through his eyes his impression of our home, right? In which at that point was was becoming his home, Mm -hmm. you know? And to see that connection he was forming with it in this beautiful landscape. And I, you know, like we went up like towards Bellingham and we, we, you know, went on some of like the most scenic, gorgeous spots, like in all the Puget Sound, just to let him stand there and like, just look at it yeah. and, and just take it in. And it worked. We completely, uh, <laughs> we completely tricked him into loving this place, <laughs> and, uh, adopting it as his home. And uh, and he does. Uh, he's he's out there, and he's constantly representing this place. And so, um, yeah, I appreciate that about him very much. So, yeah. And then just to to kind of touch on that a little bit, the the you know in the match in Defy Two with him and, and uh, Leo Rush, um, you know, like the the he won the crowd so much, won the crowd over so much in Defy One that when Defy Two happened, like. The this uh, you know um, Herman Nerdstrom was in the crowd and he started to chant <laughs> uh, whose house Swerve's yeah. house and yeah. uh, you know like the crowd like like th- there, there's this this relationship that sometimes gets formed with the with the the crowd with a wrestler in a kind of really special way uh, with certain wrestlers I think Daniel Bryan's one I think uh, Austin's right. one uh, but like mm-hmm. they they had like that magic moment between him and the crowd. And I think um, it kind of more emphasized that whole coming home thing. I think it was really awesome to see that happen. Yeah. I'm getting chills just like (laughs) you talking about it. 
because oh, it is it's, it's a feeling you know what i mean yeah. and to see it happen before you and to, then to be like present where where that relationship is building between between the crowd and the performer is just really i mean can you cut can we cuss on this show yeah. just like, yes fuck okay, yeah you it's can. just it's just fucking fantastic to yes. see that in person all right so you've got uh steve miggs local radio personality uh involved with the show uh, how did yeah. that all happen? I'm just like, how did this happen? How did this happen? How did this happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Just the because, behind the scenes know, stuff. It's really cool, right? Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot of fun because, like, I haven't honestly had a chance to reflect on any of it either. So mm-hmm. even you asking these questions are are some of it's the first time I've I've had a second to just like <laughs> look back, even oh, a few man. months ago, and be like, oh yeah, that's like how that happened. Um, Steve Miggs, you know what I mean? Like, we were looking for not your typical buttoned up wrestling announcer, right? Mm-hmm. If there's anything that um, our, our, our friends, you know, at, at three, two, one have shown us is that, uh, you know, Seattle still carries like a little bit of, um, we just have a little bit more of a punk rock vibe here. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. And we appreciate totally. that. And we appreciate like that earnesty. And so I said, you know, that's, that's how we want to define ourselves as well. Like that's the flag we want to fly is that black one. And Steve, you know, he's, he's at every, he's, he's at every like sort of major show that you can think of in the area. Oh yeah. He is a uh, well-respected, well-liked among just everyone along the Puget Sound. The guy's just a, a incredible local celebrity. I mean, like, yeah. Ridiculous and just and I mean, the guy loves wrestling. He talks wrestling. Yep. Like he watches wrestling. Like yep. he's, he's a great guy. He's a great, like quote unquote, like normal person to help promote the culture and the community that is wrestling. He's a good ambassador. So, of course it makes sense to bring him in. Yeah, exactly. That's the word I'm looking for. Thanks Ray. Yep. But yeah, yeah that, like that, that it just the, makes so much sense. That was the clincher. You know what I mean? It was like as soon as it was, as soon as it occurred to me, like, Oh yeah, Migs, he loves wrestling. <laughs> he like talks about it nonstop. And then you see that, uh, you know, he really is like, like Ray, like, yeah, he is like Seattle's wrestling ambassador. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, I had the opportunity to go down to Orlando with Migs and, uh, I shoot some of his interviews for like, Ray. Oh, man. yeah. And it was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're completely the ambassador. Like, this is exactly why, like, you're mm-hmm. involved in Defies, because, like, you love this stuff so much. Yeah. Um, and you're and you're really, um, I don't know, he's, he's just great. He's a great dude. Uh, he's a, he was a great, uh, I'm just so happy uh, that he's sort of been so gracious with his time. And so, because Steve also, you know, in addition to just hosting, you know, he does great stuff. Like, he produces our commentary, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so... We are there. Last two sessions we've done at uh, at the studios there, at the at the radio stations, and and he's like come in and he's like produce them, and <clears throat> he's just a swell guy, and yep. his uh his heart is in the right place, and he's gonna be at three two one tonight. Yes, yeah, yes, which is gonna be so awesome. Yeah, yes. Um, one of the things I love what he did was um at the start of the show, uh, he was like. Who here are, you know, Project 42 fans? Who here are Lucha uh, Volcanica fans? Who here is 321 fans? Like, fully recognizing that this was kind of this super show, you know, on top of, like, having these wrestlers that you've flo- uh, flown in, like, you you also have the, the built-in community. And sometimes when you have these, these indie organizations 
um, you know, they, they try to separate themselves so much from it or they try to uh, almost like alienate or like, you know, talk trash on, on other organizations. But it was very much a, it gave the vibe of, no, this is everything that you love about Seattle Underground Wrestling and more. And it was uh, <laughs> kind of set that tone, uh, which <laughs> I, you know, I really appreciated. Yeah, thank you. I mean, that's that's a very uh, <laughs> that's a very I don't know. That's a that's a that was a it was a choice for sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. it was based on how we felt about everything and mm-hmm. how 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 much we like sort of love the scene and how we appreciate our friends in it. You know, it's um, it would be ridiculous to try to do a show here, and we've seen them. And we've seen them in other towns and stuff like yeah. that, that that come through and do exactly what you say, Ray. Like, they come through and they're like, "Well, we're not, <laughs> we're not that." Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, no, like you, you, you need to represent your community. Mm-hmm. And the guys that are there now, um, that that are that are scrapping away, and the guys that are really working hard, uh, the local dudes, uh, they deserve, they deserve lo- local dudes and dudettes. They deserve shots. They deserve platforms they deserve mm-hmm. to be in the ring with some of these fly-ins and to represent themselves and and this place so so speaking about community and sort of like building each other up from one promotion to the next um you're obviously aware of the whole legalized wrestling uh movement that's been happening yeah. and uh all of the the bills that are getting passed how legislation is going to be a lot uh more a lot nicer uh to wrestling in washington yeah. uh, do you have any thoughts on that yeah, you know, it's, uh, it, man, I, I was just like, uh, last Friday, I was with uh, Josh Black and Jake Stratton and mm-hmm. uh, like a seven hour DOL meeting. Uh, yeah, with, like, I heard about that. Red Lion at the SeaTac airport. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was awesome. But, you know, um, for, <clears throat> for me, it's been, it's been interesting to follow. And it's been a very positive journey in terms of recognizing it as a real opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. Like stuff like this, uh, what they were able to accomplish just sort of like cracks the door open to what can be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a huge victory in terms of what they're able to do per legislation, right? Because mm-hmm. it's impossible to do anything without a lobbyist and they did it, which <laughs> yeah. is crazy. Um but you know what? What it does is it does create opportunity and chances for improving a system, mm-hmm. and to, to to make better shit, um, yeah. which which I appreciate. Um, for for me, I in 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 all candor, I've I've had to remove myself from uh, initial conversations while the bill was being passed. Because I haven't felt like uh, it was my place as a as a small business owner, mm-hmm. um, someone who actually um, who the bill technically, if looked at per business competitive business standards in the U.S., is actually not doing me any favors at all. It's actually mm-hmm. creating more competition for Defy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also I'm also um, uh, I'm also proof that like sort of a small business uh, that goes about like sort of the laborious, you know, sort of uh, cost intrusive process of opening shop um, as a small wrestling promotion can't can happen and work. Mm-hmm. So I knew that like, you know what, I'm going to sit over here and I'm going to like keep doing my thing 
I'm going to let my friends like tackle this other shit until they get it to a point where I can then jump in and then assist with stuff that I know I can help with. Awesome. So that's, that's the part awesome, where we're now. Now we're at the point where we're able to collaborate. We're able to talk about here are some things that I've learned from running uh, my way and the expenses incurred, what you can expect from the state. And now we can collaborate together and be like, okay, well, what's this new rule that we want for like the mm-hmm. facilities? Or what's this new rule that we want to try to pass like in terms of the entire state department of licensing rules and regulations, right? So yeah. mm-hmm. right now we're on a new quest together and that is to, you know, whittle down some of these restrictive policies that are there that happen to be rules and mm-hmm. rules can be changed. And so that's our process right now. And I'm, I'm sure like people are going to hear a lot more about it. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, what a, what a process, man. I, <laughs> I admire the work that is put in uh, so much. Uh, very, very crazy task that they completed for sure. Uh, so I want to talk about, um, you know, Defy 2, uh, you know, a uh, really super unfortunate thing happened with, you know, uh, Pentagon uh, 0M, uh, Pentagon Jr., however you uh, like to call him. Uh, his, you know, he, his, I believe his father had. Uh, he had a, he had a stroke. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, yeah. And so he had to fly, uh, fly down to Mexico. He couldn't make the show. Uh, super sad because I mean I'm I'm uh, after watching I'm I'm still like getting through season one, uh, but he's freaking awesome. Uh, yeah. And so, um, but uh, Defy Two, uh, you guys made an announcement that uh, he and his brother Phoenix uh, will be at some point in the in the future come becoming the Defy, uh, which is super awesome. Um, so do you have any? Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Oh man, we're just breaking all sorts of news tonight, aren't we? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. By the time this airs, we may have uh, announced something. Um, you can edit <laughs> that out if you wish. But uh, <laughs> so June 29th and June 30th, Defy will be running two shows in a row. Holy fuck! Fuck! Oh my god! We'll be running June 29th in Tacoma. At the Temple oh, Theater. Holy wow. shit. And uh, June 30th at Washington Hall. And um, Penta L0M and Phoenix will be in attendance. Um, and uh, so will Cody Rhodes. Fuck Fucking me. A. And, oh, my uh, God. I've, oh. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so in addition to those matches... Um, It'll also be the conclusion. It'll be the it'll be the semifinals and the finals. That's right for the Defy Championship, eight um, X uh, GP. So that'll all be going down over those two days. The June 29th show will be actually all ages. So, oh snap! Yeah, because we've we we've we've been flooded with emails of mm-hmm. people saying like, hey. I get it. Like I know what you're doing, but are you guys going to ever do any all ages? And so mm-hmm. we think that Tacoma will be a great place to yeah. open up the market for that Absolutely. And, uh, and let people all come in and, and have a good time. And of course, like the balcony will still, the balcony will be like 21 plus. So there'll, there'll be people who want to like come in and funk, like they can do it. Um, mm-hmm. And Washington hall is not going to change. It's 21 over and, and we've got our vibe there. Um, but yeah, so those two days, um, 
we will be within the next couple of weeks announcing a litany of uh, of of other cats. This is uh, this is going to be Defy's Mania. These two days. Wow! Damn. So oh my get, god! Get You're just coming out swinging. Oh like, my god! Okay, you know, it's been like six months. Whatever. Let's just fucking own everybody. <laughs> Holy ball! Like I. First of all, you cannot see my face in this podcast, but I'm I'm like grinning in the ear to ear. Um, Ray is losing his goddamn mind. Yeah, you like literally <laughs> just made my fucking day. Like, oh my god! And we haven't even fucking even started talking about Defy Three. Like, I, holy shit! Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Oh god, <laughs> I'm gonna need a minute. <laughs> just, just take it in. Oh. Yes. Okay, let's keep going. All right. Whew. All right. All right. All right. Let's talk. You know, I want to <laughs> fucking talk about Divide Three. Um, first of yeah. all, uh, this is this is insane and awesome. And you know, you you have uh, Johnny Mundo, John Morrison, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Mundo, <laughs> man, and versus Killshot, Shane Strickland, yeah. Swerve. Uh, this is gonna be fucking insane because johnny mundo yeah. ain't nothing to fuck with but swerve no. man he's been putting on the fucking shows so uh yeah. and it's obviously why he's named the defy three is swerve city um, um they've been, they you know like these two guys have been wanting to do uh more matches together since they worked together in lucha underground and uh you know shane is coming after morrison's spot he really is like yeah. mm-hmm. he wants to he wants to go against the Cody Rhodes he wants to go against the Morrison yeah. and he wants to dethrone them <laughs> he's he is coming for them yeah. and you know Morrison is just so funny man like he uh he's one of those guys that since he's left the WWE has just gotten better and yeah. better and better yeah. and better and and he and he he's really at his best right now I think yeah. And and he's proving that per the environments that he goes through. Like this is a guy he wrestles around the world. He was just in Qatar like like last night or whatever, <laughs> and now he's like back in L.A. like screening Boone or something. So it's, you know, the 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 guy's nuts. He works everywhere. He, he works all the time, and so he's he's bringing all of that hustle to Defy. Yeah, and he's looking to uh, rename Swerve City Slam City. Oh so, shit! Guns thrown down. Yep. <laughs> thrown fucking down uh, and, yeah and, and i'm speaking speaking of morrison and uh, like i'll just do a little shout out here like we're we're actually screening his movie boone oh that's the right. day before the show we've yep. we've partnered up with central cinema and we're doing the seattle premiere of boone the bounty hunter yeah. with john morrison and we're uh, we're hosting a special q a uh with him and migs afterwards that'll be may well. 25th May twenty fifth. Yep. Awesome. And tickets are at uh, centralcinema.com right now. I will add links Sweet. links to the podcast. Link it. <laughs> Link it. But yeah, I'm looking at the rest of this card, man, and like just based on what you've announced so far, like uh Santiago versus Moose, like that one's <laughs> gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah. Um you've you've got the start of an awesome women's division happening yeah. here. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. Uh, Cunningham's and Sexy Mexies. Big both Jack amazing is back. Tag teams. Big, Big Jack. Jack. Is, oh my god, he's Jack. back. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then uh, of course, like the the three two one homeboy, Mister Fitness uh, versus Joey Ryan, which is just yeah. kind of like that's just going to be wacky and all kinds yeah. of awesome. It was meant yeah. to be. So, 
I mean, Leo Rush is coming back. We got Davey Richards coming back. Like, this card's looking amazing, man. Like, great job here. Thanks so much. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. I think it's, it's one of those things like, this one was actually a peek behind the curtain. Uh, super difficult to, uh, super difficult to book. You know, finally within the last couple of months, you know, we were able to get the card into shape and it is how it is now. Um, but it was really like touch and go for a little bit because it was just a weird, I don't know, it was just a weird time. And, and sometimes schedules, uh, sometimes schedules just don't work out with these shows, with these, with these sort of arbitrary dates sometimes that are posted up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have one, one final question for you. Um, what advice uh, would you give to any wrestling promoter out there, big or small? Um, yeah, what, what kind of advice would you give? Mm. I would say don't be a mark for yourself. And <laughs> yes. And also respect the business as a business and not some weird cultural phenomenon that you think you can just like critique and shit on like you're some fucking Monday or Tuesday morning quarterback, right? Yeah. Um, I see a lot of promoters like coming up that are like, they think they can be like funny podcasters about, um, about the business, and it's mm-hmm. not typically. It's like not your place. Like people, my advice would be like, people are gonna hear what you're saying, and they're gonna see how you're talking about talent. They're gonna see how you're talking about promotions. And they're not going to want to work with you. So you have to think about some of the, I mean, like I'm very, I'm a very honest person. Like I've shared a lot of stuff with you guys in terms of Mm -hmm. stuff behind the scenes or like things that didn't work out or like news. Mm -hmm. But it's also like, I'm also being very careful with what I say too, because uh, that's how you have to operate. Right. In any sort of. It's being a professional. Right. Right. A hundred percent. So that that's what I would say. Like, I guess if like you're interested in doing it for a hobby and for fun, you know, do whatever you want. Like who cares? But if you're interested in trying to build it as a business, as a legitimate um, promotion, then like take your shit seriously and be professional and treat people well and don't talk shit about anybody. I like it. it. Kids don't talk shit. Uh, So people want to find out more about defy and upcoming defy uh, three on May 26th. Where can they go, Jim? They can go to uh, defywrestling.com. They can also follow us on all social media all across the board. Sweet. Awesome. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, wanted to thank you big time, Jim Perry, uh, yes, promoter, man thank behind. Thank you so much. And, uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of awesome wrestling to watch, but like Defy is kind of its own beast. And it's, it's, you really don't like appreciate how cool this shit is until you see it live. So do yourself a service, go buy some tickets. We'll see you there at Washington Hall on May 26th. Uh, so yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this week. If you like the podcast, you can find us on Twitter at on the heels WP and on facebook.com slash on the heels WP. You can find our podcast through lots of different services like iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Thank you for listening to on the heels wrestling podcast. Like, share, subscribe, five stars on iTunes. Uh, first of all, I want to thank our guest, Jim Perry. Thank you so much. Uh, we really appreciate you. you coming on. 
Uh, we love the show, and I will fucking be there for all of it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. All of it. Uh, so yeah, uh, just again, one more time, uh, next week will be our final episode for a while. Uh, part, I guess like you could say like season one, if season one was like 64 yeah. episodes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the season one will be coming to a close. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be sad. Uh, I might cry. I'm kind of known for that. Crying will happen. Laughter will happen. Drunkenness will happen. I mean, it kind of has to. <laughs> Friday, May 12th. We're doing it live. Join us for the podcast. It'll start at 7 p.m. until whenever the fuck we want. Uh, the event can be found on our Facebook page, On the Hills WP. Um, and uh, so just add it on your calendar because you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, be there to ask questions, comment, and tell us why Roman Reigns will beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's going to happen. After all of that, we're... Stop it, Ray. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> that, after all of that, we're going to ask ourselves the eternal question. When Swerve goes on vacation, who watches his house? Yeah. Whose house? <laughs> who watches it? Who's, whose house? Yeah. Whose house? If, like not, this... if not Swerve's house, whose house? Is it temporarily someone else's house? Like, yeah. do, his, do his animals reign supreme? Like, I don't know, you have pets. On the Heels Wrestling Podcast.